thought I should Something told me not to go Cold hand reached out Welcome back to The Perfect Brainstorm Creative Challenges for the Creatively Challenged I am one of your three hosts, Houston Bodley I am the host that always tells the truth Brian Perry. And I think we should start the Zoom recording before we lose <laughs> all of our audio. Uh, good call. You know, all I'm, right, I, just I'm record. I guess I'm the I'm the practical one here. I'm keeping a, an eye out for our technical well being. Perfect. So are we gonna restart this then? No, no, no. We're good now. Nope, that was it. That's that's Jake's personality type is making sure that we're we're we have our backup recording. So that we can, so we could not lose it. Speaking of personality types, Jake, you are hot off of a Disney princess personality test, if I'm not mistaken. Do you want to update us with those results? You are mistaken because I am on question 16 of 20. Now I'm on 17 of 20. Now there's an advertisement. What is, what is this, the... While we're waiting, could you tell us what, what the actual name yes. of the survey is? It's a highly scientific... Um, very important study that reveals great secrets about oneself. Um, it is titled Pick a Movie from Every Year Since 2000 and We'll Tell You What Santa Claus is Getting You for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The greatest of personality tests, which is the theme of our episode. Guys, personality tests, they're a thing. They sure Some are. Some people know about them. Usually it's the color code one. Or the Hogwarts house one. What Santa Claus did you get? What Santa Claus did you get? Uh, AirPods, which isn't a Santa Claus. <laughs> it's a gift that Santa Claus is bringing. I'm, pr- I'm oh, pretty sure you're saying what is Santa Claus bringing it's, you, not what Santa Claus is going to get you. Is going to get you. Yeah. It's the greatest Santa of all. You can hear him wirelessly <laughs> in your ears. Anytime. I'm AirPods Santa. I got a uh, racist Scandinavian Santa. <laughs> <laughs> the worst one wait is it right ra- is, is he racist or is he a racist scandinavian caricature um i think it can be both oh no <laughs> also he's bringing me some airpods so it's okay that's all it's all right then um what if i told you that if you succeed on creating a great personality test with me today you will get your own airpods one day. yes one day um, like like, just, we'll have to buy them ourselves, but we'll get them someday. Yeah. Um, details aren't important right now, but we are going to create our own personality test because this is one of our more creative challenges. Definitely one of our more challenges we've done. It's I don't know if it's that challenging. You kind of done a lot of it, right? Okay, so for one of us, <laughs> you one put of a us lot carried of the load. This. But I, yeah, I, I don't do like the Houston. I don't like what you're insinuating here that Minecraft two and telling stories about horses is not a creative challenge. <laughs> it was pretty challenging. Um, it was, it was challenging, challenging on my well being. It, <laughs> it was challenging on my dreams that night. I'll tell you that much, okay. um, guys. This is a serious gonna, psychological episode, so I feel like we need to take this seriously. We need to take this very seriously. <laughs> I will throw this disclaimer at you. We will not throw horses at you. Um, Perfect. Can't speak for last episode, but we might get a little Freudian, so just oh, no. to be warned. Uh, guys, personality tests. We have 
put together a list of a few personality tests that I thought would be good to start this episode. I wanted to discuss what we like about some, what are some of the different personality tests, uh, what can be improved, uh, and then we can take that forward into creating our own personality test, which, full disclosure, has most of it has been worked on before this episode. What we are going to be doing is presenting what we have so far and then taking it to the next step because it's only like 60-70% done at this point. Okay, um, cool. Let's do it. So Can we, we talk have, about our results first then? Uh, yeah, let's go through and do that. Uh, Myers-Briggs, I think, is our first personality test we want to go over. This one's uh, very exciting. Jake, do you want to tell us, results. for those who aren't familiar with the Myers-Briggs, do you want to tell them a little bit what that test is about? Yes. So uh, it's a test. Uh, there are four letters that you get. And now apparently now five. introducing, now five. yeah, now featuring five letters. Uh, they updated a fifth letter because humanity has evolved. Exactly. Exactly. And that's about all I could tell you because it's been a really long time. <laughs> okay. Here's what I will tell you. It's like the website that hosts, the website that hosts this test is called 16personalities.com and it's wrong because there's 32 personalities now. Whoa. Gotta get a new domain, guys. Only an INFPA would realize that. Yeah. I, I, I think the problem is that the fifth letter doesn't actually change the personality type. It's a tiebreaker. It's a tiebreaker. It's an emphasis, if you will. I, I think it's there specifically because they didn't want me and Jake to be the same personality type because we are otherwise. It's, the, <laughs> it's like the one difference that separates my DNA from yours. Yeah. We would just be it's clones. nothing else. Um, so yeah, let's go through that. So the four, the five letters, um, the first one is based off of whether you are extroverted or introverted. Mine is an E because Hold on. I'm is the that loudest a word? of all of us. Are those words you just said? I thought, I, I thought it was extroverted. Extroverted. I am looking this up now. I've like, never heard of extroverted. extroverted. Oh, vertive. Yeah, it's definitely T-E-D. Extroverted is a real word. All right. I was not wrong allow it. this time. Withdrawn. Withdrawn. You've been lawyered. Um, <laughs> so I'm an extrovert. It appears that you two are introverts. I don't want really? to talk Did about you that. Do you want to tell me about quiz? that? No, you don't because you're introverted. Exactly. Uh, yes, uh, I, w- I think I am introverted. I think I am too. I'm introvert uh, by nature. I think that's accurate. Out and extroverted by choice every once in a while. Um, the next letter is determining whether, basically, if you're imaginative or if you're a practical person. And apparently, none of us are practical on this podcast. And Which it, is weird, because I remember their questions being specifically like, would you call yourself pragmatic? And I'm like, strongly strongly agree. But no, I'm, in, nope. I'm intuitive. Um, the next one is thinking versus feeling. We I, should also, yeah, we're all ins, if, if, if people didn't pick up on, yes. on, on that. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're all intuitive. Uh, I'm a thinker. You guys are both feelers. What do you think about this nickname based on our energy score on the Myers-Briggs? What if we were just called the N-words? Would that be... <laughs> do you think that would be appropriate? No. <laughs> okay. Now we can move on after my great joke. <laughs> um, and then the last one is J versus P, which is... J essentially means you're organized p means you're loosey-goosey apparently i'm the only one who's putting order to our podcast because you are both p's and i'm a j which is weird because i like maintain the spreadsheet 
and you, you are just true. organized as a person. So I think you did the test wrong, Brian. I mean, that's possible. I did kind of rush to do it before we were. Hey, recorded. wait a minute. Were you looking over my shoulder? Oh, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, discovered. I was just cheating off of Jake until the last question. This is one of those situations where it was like, hey, can I, can I copy your homework? And I'm like, yeah, but yeah. change it enough so that the teacher doesn't know that we cheated. And so you're yeah. just like, oh, I guess I'm a T and not an, or I guess I'm an A and not a T. Yeah. Um, Houston, what's your, what is your personality type named? Uh, mine is the commander. Commander. Uh, commander. That's cool. Common people or well-known people with this personality type are. <laughs> I thought you were going to say well-known people with this personality disorder are. <laughs> I mean, to some extent it is. Uh, Nick Fury from the Avengers. He's an ENTJ. He's also not real. Um, let me <laughs> All of mine are real. My examples are real people. Um, I don't agree with any of these. Uh, so it's saying that Frodo Baggins is an ENTJ. What? Remus well, I got J.R.R. Tolkien, so I feel like Hey, I got J.R.R. Tolkien. We basically created you, Houston. Oh, basically. Um, Severus Snape, but he's definitely not extroverted, right? Um, huh. I don't know. That's a good question. No, I think he's, uh, he always wanted to be in the gang, right? I think just because you're unpopular doesn't mean you're okay. introverted. I, I, I found some real life people. Uh, Alexander Hamilton is one nice. I, I connect with. Uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Bill Gates. Nice. Harrison Ford. Ooh. Perfect. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's pretty good. Alicia Keys. Um, so I'm a, I'm a mediator. So Jake, do you, are you also a mediator? Yeah, Does it I'm not a, change I'm our a, name? Nope, I'm a mediator. Okay. So we're J.R.R. Tolkien, um, William Shakespeare, Bjork, and Alicia Keys. <laughs> All combined into one Perfect. person. Yeah. Um, so this is probably the most we want to spend talking about our results yeah. on any of them. We but, probably keep moving, yeah. Uh, I, just real quick, because I think this is the one we connect to most. And I think... This is the one that, from what I've seen, is generally most accepted as, like, the go-to personality test to find, like, some sort of social classification, so to say. Um, When you were taking this test, what stood out to you? Like, what do you like about it? What do you not like about it? What do you think are some possibilities we could do to improve this? Um, What do you think have become staples of personality tests that are established by this? I feel like it was pretty easy. Well, all right. The thing that I'm commenting on, I'm I'm saying that I like it and I don't like it. Like the whole like sliding scale thing. It it was like, uh, okay, I liked the questions. You're saying from like strongly agree to strongly disagree. Right, 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 right. Um, I should know what those are called. A Likert scale, right? There we go. Okay. The Likert scale. Um, this is not quite a Likert though. Right. Oh, no, I guess it is. Yeah, it's seven point seven point Likert. Go ahead. Um, I so the questions were really clear, and I feel like I didn't have too much trouble like answering the questions. Which when we talk about color code, I'll I'll talk about that a little bit. But but sometimes I wish I wasn't a slider because I feel like you always doubt yourself when you're trying to answer on a slider because you're always like, eh, my th- eh, I don't know, I'm eh, strongly eh, maybe. Yeah, I wish I, it was I like never... more rigid. I never know how to distinguish between like if you have like three points that are on the agree side, like 
I I just naturally feel like strongly agree is like I'm 100% this all of the time. Yeah. yeah. And so you like don't want to pick it. Consequently, I never pick that answer. I'm always yeah. like the one right next to the middle or if I'm like very clearly that most of the time I'll pick the middle one. Yep. So um, the way I deal with this is also something that I would like to implement if I were making my own personality test, which I guess we are. Um is I want there to be something like, have you guys done isidewith.com, which tells you like your uh, like presidential candidates that agree with you the most? Oh, I think I did that once. I have not. Um, it's, it's a similar thing. It's like, you know, what is your stance on this? Multiple choice or write in your own stance, that kind of thing. But then each question has one that says like, how important is this issue to you? I think they should do that on Meyer Briggs where it's like, okay, do you, okay, what's, what's an example of a question? So like I... Uh, I like to plan out my day, for example. That's the statement. Do you strongly agree, strongly disagree? I would say, like, uh, I kind of disagree with that, but it's not important to me. It's not like I don't like to find myself as, like, oh, yeah, I'm always just, like, flying by the seat of my pants. It's very true of yeah. me, but it's not something I, like, I like think of as part of my identity. Um, I think So that could be a strongly agree, but also be, like not that important. I think there should be a way to account for that. I think one of the problems that I have with a lot of the personality tests is it's very specific answers or specific questions that do not apply. Like there's one personality test we took. I think it was the Enneagram test, which we'll get to later. Uh, But it's like, do you appreciate art? And like, if you define art as like movies and books and whatnot, then yeah, sure. But then it would get into questions like, Oh, do you in your free time like to go to art museums? And no, cause I don't actually care about art, but I get like what you're trying to yeah. get at with the question. I think, I think the fact that there are multiple questions that ask similar things in different ways is meant to account for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it asks you specifically about museums in one where it doesn't in another. So I, th- I think people are thinking about this stuff. But uh, I don't know. Um, Would you put any, do you put stock in this stuff? Houston, you like, you know a lot about the stuff and you said you were studying psychology at some point. Like, do you think this is like, these tests are like helpful for us? It's, it's in the same way that like teachers tell you not to use Wikipedia for a report. Okay. Where it's like, they want, there's better ways to dissect this. And the easiest way, or the best ways to like, do a full-fledged analysis, um, right or not right, but like read into a lot of different works, actually read the studies that a lot of these tests are based off of. The problem is that's not very accessible for one. And then two, you're almost getting into too much of a metagame in some instances. And so I think these work really well as like a simple way of like, yeah, this helps me understand. I think I can 80 to 90% agree with some well some tests more than others but like myers-briggs like sure i'll take stock in like 80 yeah. percent of this which is pretty I, good but knowing like okay i differ from this but it's also i think that's a grain of salt you're gonna have to take with any of these is how much of this is a template versus like a catered designed test for me well and and we took the free versions of all of these too so there, there's sort of a paid more advanced version of all of them as well so that but guys, to take into account. I just stumbled upon a quiz that is 100% foolproof. 
You know, <laughs> okay. You know, I, I, I guess Houston, we're done with the episode then. You know, Houston, how a couple episodes ago you like just interspersed football facts into yes. uh, the podcast. Um, I'm just going to be keep taking BuzzFeed quizzes through the entire <laughs> podcast. <laughs> And I'll just report. I like that you inserted this as we were having like a pretty like philosophical discussion here. It yeah. was like the perfect time to insert this. Yeah, because it, I got big news. Uh, my my results are in for are you just a regular human or are you Remy from Ratatouille? <laughs> and basically uh, it asks you what you what we, you would eat for <laughs> every meal. Breakfast. Just a regular breakfast or a brick of cheese? Brunch or drink? <laughs> hot chocolate or just some melted cheese? How about, how about lunch? A burger or just some diced cheese? And I went through and I, I tended to, to pick the ones that weren't just different forms of cheese. And they said, congratulations, you're just a regular human. Wow. It's foolproof. They got it right. They, they That's did. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think you should be in 100% agreement. With those results. Yep. Um, okay. Anyway, now so, that here's my follow-up stuff. question to the discussion we were just having. Yes. Some people would put personality tests down like with astrology as like, it's just like completely fantasy, right? But I think like I've gotten mediator almost every time I've taken this personality test. So like, yeah, I think it's pretty consistent, right? Like I think I, I, there is something to it. Can I weigh in on this? Can I be, can I, yes. am I allowed to be serious? No, you're doing the dumb surveys. That's your role this episode. <laughs> well, I just, I just pulled up the K-pop category. I'm trying to pick one, but anyway, so <laughs> I think they're very useful. If you, it's basically what Houston said. If you take them with a grain of salt and you realize that it's just human beings attempt to categorize people to kind of be able to compare similarities and differences between them, but there's still a very wide array of nuance to even the individuals who get the exact same score, like me and Brian. Me and Brian are yeah. very much, you know, good friends because we get along because we don't hate each other about anything. But we're also clearly very different people who do things differently. Right. Um, I think I've like run into people who are like, they take it too seriously and they're like, oh, you're an ENFJ. Oof, you should watch out. You better not date any INFPs. And it's like, <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, and I think part of it as well is like, okay, so one aspect is we talked about this with Brian. He's an INFP, but he's a pretty organized guy. We feel like he should be more of an INFJ. I I think one recognizing that maybe the test is presented in a way that's flawed uh, can really be beneficial. Um, But then also not making it a religion like not treating it as doctrine, like it's templates. It can help. It can, it can bring order to something and bring enlightened, like self-reflection, but it shouldn't be treated as, Hey, this defines me now. So yeah, I I think, I think the way the, where I'm landing on this now is it's kind of like a shortcut automated therapy where it's just telling your answers back to you in a way that makes you sort of aware of them. Like I, all I did was answer the questions truthfully and it's saying, here's what you said, but with numbers and stuff like that. And like, that can be beneficial. Right. But like, really we should all just be in therapy. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, I want to jump to maybe the other extreme 
of personality tests. Okay. Which is Hogwarts houses. Yeah. Guys, what Hogwarts house are you? Hufflepuff for life. Ravenclaw, because I'm exceptionally good at finding things. No, that's Hufflepuff. <laughs> Don't steal our thing. Oh, really? Hufflepuffs <laughs> are exceptionally good finders. a Hufflepuff thing. Uh, what are Ravenclaws um, good at? Uh, good at smart. Luna Lovegood, I guess. Smart and crazy. Um, I'm a Slytherin, so I'm the bad guy here. You're, you're Billie Eilish. Here is maybe... Here's where why I wanted to jump to this one. Because I you guys think, think Billie my, Eilish is a Slytherin. What? Do you think Billie Eilish is a Slytherin? Oh, her she's hair is green. Most deaf a Slytherin. Her uh, hair is green, and she has a song called "Bad Guys." Or "Bad Guy." Mm, yep, she's the bad guy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she's a Slytherin, but you know she vapes some Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, that's not a Hufflepuff thing. <laughs> We're more about finding and loyalty. Uh, so. Hogwarts houses. The reason why I want to jump this one, because I think the conclusion we were getting to a little bit with Myers-Briggs is like, yes, it's a good way of ordering it, but what's hard to remember. I don't know what all these letters mean. It's kind of hard to remember. And like, if you're using it to categorize, but like you shouldn't treat it too seriously. And when you have like specific numbers, it's kind of treating it too scientifically. I feel like. Hogwarts house is like a fun, like, yeah, I'm a Slytherin. Slytherins unite. Cool. We're cunning and a little edgy and whatnot. I think where I want to go with our personality tests is combining the two where you have some sort of scientific approach to how you're treating the test, like a Myers-Briggs. And then also some primarily child-based intellectual property. Is that what you're saying? It's like you know where I'm going with the personality <laughs> test. Um, But yeah, like having some sort of result that actually means something and it's not just like, oh, I need to study all the outcomes, but it's more just like, hey, this is a fun way of remembering kind of what my personality is like to help gauge it. It's not going to be 100%, much like the results of the personality test we're going to do vary, but it's... Just it really just like cracks down on the point of this is a simple way to categorize. Yeah, um, I think for the sake of pros- or of posterity and prosperity, um, I think we should say our color and enneagram and not discuss them at all. Sounds good. I just want them on the yeah. podcast. Um, my color and enneagram is red and seven. I'm white and seven. I am blue and three. And no um, one knows what those mean. But this is something interesting. Like, Brian and I are both sevens on Enneagram, and I don't want to dive into it. But, like, we... because we're enthusiastic. We are enthusiastic, but we're very different. And so yeah. I do want something that is very all-encompassing. And I think when you have limited results for your test, it does box you up too much. So with that in mind... Uh, as we go through my PowerPoint slide that I've made for you guys. This uh, whole episode, this is like our most heady episode. This is like the, the anti-Mindcraft episode. <laughs> <laughs> so organized. There's antithesis. slides and everything. Yeah, we better throw in some randomness. What di- what uh, Star Wars villain do you guys think I am? General Grievous, because of all the arms. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, well, hold on, hold on. I want to go back to the thing Brian just said. <laughs> Why? Why does having a why is having a lot of arms associated with me? Oh, because you have a lot of arms. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, 
Okay, uh, actually, I'm Darth Vader. Many people believe in your spirit and your power. Even with your tough past, you've learned how to make it work for you. Yeah. Nice. That's right. Tough past with the horse. Yep, exactly. I killed that horse just like how he killed those Tusken Raiders. <laughs> and the and the, the younglings. And the children. Okay, continue. I, 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 oh, wow, I, you're actually sharing your screen and showing these slides. Wow. I, I'm presenting this in slides so that you guys can help me explain what the listeners need to imagine. I'm so, like, yeah, I'm like hoping I understand these these slides here. Yeah, so I'm going to walk I've through. looked through these, and I don't know what they mean. Well, I didn't put a lot of explanation because I didn't yeah. want to type it out. Um, so basically... Did you use MS Paint for these? I sure did. Nice. Just real quick and simple. Um, so the way my test is structured, or how it is currently structured... So I'm looking at a triangle. Oh, no, we're not to the triangle yet. Look Go at ahead. my screen. Sorry, I'm looking um, at my screen. So there's going to be two areas of focus. Um, basically, the broad concepts are your mental processes and your social behavior. Those two areas kind of define your personality in a broad sense, is what I'm proposing with this. Okay. Um, in a still generalized but more specific sense, each one of those two areas is going to break down into what is six fields, so three for each area. So under mental processes, there are six fields. Or One three thing I fields. should point out for listeners is that they should take the results of this with a grain of salt. Like, don't just take your result for this test. Like, read the white paper it's based on. It really is. It really doesn't do it justice if you just take the result. <laughs> yeah. You really should read the white paper, at least the abstract. Um. So sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So oh, now there's a triangle. Okay. So yeah, the two fields break down into three areas, or three fields each. We have six fields. Each of these fields is going to be represented by an isosceles triangle. Ooh, um, this is an equilateral triangle you're showing us. Uh, what? This is an equilateral triangle as far as I can tell. What's an isosceles triangle? I mean, it's also an isosceles triangle. Isosceles means that two of the angles are the same. So you're you right. Okay. But it's an equilateral more specifically triangle an equilateral. where the point is on top. Um, each point. There's uh, also a point on the bottom left and the bottom right. Well, <laughs> yes. I know what you mean. How many points it's does the triangle have? Well, that's deep. <laughs> <laughs> that's deep. See, and that's why you're really. such a you're such a Vader. If the point is just on top, never mind. <laughs> What's the rest of the triangle for? Okay, <laughs> reiterate. We're looking at a field, which is represented by a triangle. Okay. Each point of the triangle is going to be one attribute. So the top point is attribute one. Bottom left is attribute two. Bottom right is attribute three. We are trying through this test to identify which two attributes we most connect to. Um, when you find those two attributes that you connect with, that is the line of the triangle that you are focusing in on. And that is okay. going to be called an aspect. So the line between attribute one and attribute two is going to be aspect one. The line between mm. attribute two and three is going to be aspect two. And then attribute three to one is aspect three. But what are these red numbers? So along each aspect line are 18 results. Well, six in each aspect, 18 six total. Each. Um, where you line up on the test is going to determine which of those results you are going for. So when we take this test, 
Uh, let's say you identify most with attribute two and you have like 80% attribute two. Um, it is going to naturally start you with the, th the six points, the six results that are closest to attribute two. But then if attribute one is your secondary feature, it's going to pull that line along aspect one, if that makes sense. If you guys have a better yeah. way of explaining that, go ahead. Nope. Uh, yeah, it's, it's. I'm basically picturing it's like a little worm that creeps around and you point, but wherever the middle it is, the worm spreads out from there. Yes. But except if they're all perfectly even, then the worm is cut into three parts and then it's the middle of each of the sides of the triangle. Yeah, so here, here are some examples I want to go through. Um, you're trying to find six outcomes to pick from. Uh, if you are, let's say... 40% attribute one and 40% attribute two, you are just gonna pretty much cover the six outcomes that are on aspect one. Just that. I do feel like it's worth pointing out that you've got 40, 40, and 10 here. Uh, that was supposed to be 20. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, but if we adjust that and it's gonna be about a third in each point, then it's gonna shift it. And this one's weird because it's just gonna pull the middle results of each side. If you did something where you are predominantly attribute two, you'll get uh, in this, you're kind of like your six are going to be three on one side, three on the other that are closest to that point two. That attribute but could there, two. could there be one? This is one you don't have a, an image of. What if I am like mostly one and then next two and then basically nothing three. So instead of being like the three on each side of the corner, could it be four on one side of the corner and two on the other side? Something like that? Yes. Or five and one split? Okay. Yeah, it could definitely cool, cool, cool. be that. I, so it is a worm. I have a question. I have a question about all this, Houston. Yes. When do I get to find out my Pokemon type? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that have was... we even said that we're that it's Pokemon themed? <laughs> no, we oh, sure crap. haven't yet. <laughs> this is building up. Okay. Sorry. Nope. That we're not was, building up that anymore. Was the great reveal. <laughs> well, so that's how I am. That's the skin I'm putting on this test. Is it's going to be a personality? It's going to be a Pokemon personality test. So you're going to need to you're going to be need to buy the domain like 820 personalities. Yes. Um, Take that, Myers Briggs. So going back from the beginning, and maybe this will help people visualize. Uh, we started with the two areas of focus: your mental and your social. Those are going to be your two types. Um, under those are the three fields each, which are going to be like the actual test part of it. Um, and then the outcomes. So the six on each side of the triangle match to the 18 different Pokemon types. Uh, so on one triangle, you might just have like type one is associated with normal type. Type two is associated with flying type. And the order of it around the triangle might just go in a straight uh, chronological order of 1 to 18. On another field, it'll be like 17, 3, 2, 9, 11. And so you're trying to match up from these six different fields which numbers you have the most of in each area of focus. So in your mental area and your social area. Whatever you have the most of in your mental area, that is your first Pokemon type. Whatever you have in your second area is your second Pokemon type. All right. So cool. 
Here's one example. I'm, I'm going to go over the six fields we're going to focus on. We're not going to get into too much of the nitty gritty, but uh, in your mental processes, you have three fields. Uh, this is going to be learning, problem solving, and the method. So this is based off of learning is how you take in information. How do you prefer to take in this info? Um, problem solving is how do you address conflicts in your life? How do you resolve tension? How do you uh, go about individual interactions? And then the method of this is based off of, it's kind of like the J and P in the Myers-Briggs where it's like, are you more flexible? Are you more... Uh, organized and goal oriented. And the reason I wanted to do these as triangles is because I hate the binary comparison of like, okay, so you're either extroverted or you're introverted, but I yeah. feel like it gets rid of the nuance of say, Oh, I am very outgoing and the loudest person in the room. If there's like five of us in the room, if there's like 20, I prefer to be a support character, so to say. I feel like yeah. just saying extroverted or introverted gets rid of that nuance. And so that's why I want to do this triangle point where there's two points you focus on. And that kind of creates the aspect you're going for. And then that kind of determines how you approach the third point. Um, so that's mental processes. Social behavior, the three we have are openness, which is that's kind of based off of extrovertive, introvertive, uh, just generally how involved you like to be. Structure, which is your social role, is a basic way to put it. So that's like what you were just talking about, right? Uh, a combination of both a little bit. Okay. Um, and then responsiveness. This is closely tied to like the neuroticism from the big five personality test for those who are related to it or who are familiar with it. This is basically just like how emotionally volatile you are to some degree. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I just had another question. Yes. When do I get to know my Pokemon type? <laughs> well, let's do that now. Yes. Here's the results. So based off this, and we can dig into what I've put as kind of the connecting tie between the areas. Um, for each of us, and that can maybe kind of help solidify the reasoning for all these. My type is steel fighting. Like Mr. Lucario. Like Mr. Lucario himself. Uh, Brian, you are normal psychic. Booyah. Giraffe rig. Jake, you are psychic ground. Oh, ho, ho, ho. So here's, here's my question. Um, in Pokemon, it doesn't matter which is the first type and which is the second type, but in this, it does, right? Because they're referring does. to different things. The first one is your mental type, and the second is your social type. And the reason I put mental first is because as I was going through this, I determined that your mental processes affect your social behavior more than your social behavior affects your mental processes. So I wanted to give extra emphasis to that. Because um, you All can right. have the same social personality type, but it is treated differently based off of your mental processes. Whereas I was kind of analyzing this approach to various people, those who had similar mental processes were more like, even if their social behavior was somewhat similar. Okay. Houston. Yeah. I'm actually, if you end up with the same type, you end up with as a single type then, right? Yes. If you are a normal and sense. a normal, then you're just pure normal. 
You're just basic. You're just a basic white girl. Okay. Or any race or gender. <laughs> Anyone can be basic. <laughs> Houston, uh, I am really impressed. Do you want to know why? Why? Because as you were finishing up the explanation of this, I thought, huh, you know what? Someone needs to vet this thing and see if it actually holds water or if it's just a bunch of BS. And so I thought, okay, I need to put it up against the authoritative resource um, of, you know, objective truth when it comes to data. So I went to BuzzFeed okay. and I pulled up, I pulled up the BuzzFeed, I pulled up the BuzzFeed quiz, which Pokemon are you? Clicked through it real quick and guess what it told me? What did it tell you? Alakazam. Nice. So congratulations. Nice. Your, your program here is accurate. So now we know that the BuzzFeed is testing specifically for mental. Yes, but probably not as detailed as this one is. Not to toot my own horn or anything. Oh, no. Um, right. Well, so here's the next thing I, I kind of want to get your help with. Um, so Hold on. We haven't talked about Jake's Jake's like actual result based on his typing because it's the typing actually doesn't exist if order matters. If order oh. matters, no. But I don't think Pokemon is putting stock as they much stock yeah. into which one goes first. Um, so Jake, you are ball toy or clay doll, depending nice. on whether or not you've evolved. So here's what I want to go through. Um, cause I mean, these are arbitrarily decided what type matches to what personality it's matched based off of what you would as closely as it can be. Nope, we've already proved that it's accurate I, and therefore it's not arbitrary. Um, it's, it's still arbitrary to some degree. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to read through some of these descriptions and let me know if this feels like it matches you to some extent, or if we determine that there needs to be changes. Um, ultimately what I want to do is determine, does this map or does this fit with what you put for your answers? And mm -hmm. two, how should we go about phrasing some of these questions? So here's the short explanation I put for, uh, normal for the mental area, normal type, which is Brian. Um, they are generally open-minded, adaptive, and pragmatic people, consistent and reliable in their See? actions. Spreadsheet. Yep. You're the spreadsheet man. Um, your social is based off of psychic, which is easy to get along with, even if their opinions or thoughts might defy traditional thinking Appreciate okay. friends that they can have stimulating conversations with undaunted by social status quos. Wow. You just summed up podcasting. <laughs> there you go. Stimulating conversations and undaunted by social status quos. Uh, <laughs> the spreadsheet man on a podcast is what we've determined. That's Brian me. is. That's me. Wow. This is a good service. This is a good, good personality. Test. If, okay. you were like, if you were a Pokemon, you would just be like a microphone. Giraffe egg. Well, yeah, that too, but you would, <laughs> I think like your Pokemon would just look like a spreadsheet with a microphone. It's And his name is, uh, oh, hold on. No, uh, I got this. Nope. It's Excel, Excel's road. <laughs> just, just brands. Just. Okay. Go uh, let's like go to Jake's pod sheet or something. Pod sheets. A lot more logical. Pod, pod sheet. sheet also sounds like an actual podcast name. Yeah. Um, Jake, here's the short explanation for your psychic mental. Uh, okay. Determined to understand deeper meanings and functions between behaviors and concepts and how they relate to them personally. Okay. Um, 
And then your social description is supportive and encouraging, humble, can easily provide tough love well, can easily provide tough tough love well when needed. That was hard to say for me. Do you feel like these have been accurate for you guys? I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So this is based off of how you guys responded. How many times did you change the, the, uh, the quiz before you got your type that you wanted? Um, I, I mean, I'm still not the type that I want to be. Oh, interesting. But you can always evolve, change it (laughs) a real quick. Here's what my description is. And granted, this is biased, but this is what I put before I even did the quiz. Um, so my mental is steel, which is fairly focused. Mind and, like a steel trap. Mind like a steel trap. Um, actually, I was going more for like engineering minded a little bit. Makes sense. Um, fairly focused and practically minded individuals who delve into exploring creative and big picture solutions and ideas, learn fundamentals quickly so they can explore larger possibilities. Um, Man, you've got so much detail on this Google Doc that like... You could, we could, we need to charge people for the advanced like interpretation <laughs> of their uh, personality types. I can't just give this stuff um, away, Houston. We gotta monetize this crap. Yeah, seriously. I, I mean, that's the or plan. at least get them to join our newsletter or something. We're yeah. gonna get it on theperfectbrainstorm.net. You should go there now if you haven't already. Um, my social type, I felt fit me pretty well, and maybe you guys can confirm or deny this inwardly driven and highly competitive with themselves, but outwardly composed most comfortable when engaging in activities, board games, particularly only emotionally expressive to it's weird that it says that individuals. It's weird that you put board games, especially before you even knew. <laughs> so I, I think there's it's like, really weird. I don't know. I, I never really considered this right now, but there's something like, shouldn't you be disqualified to like create a serve, uh, create a personality test that you're taking yourself? Cause there's kind of like a conflict of interest. Like I said, nobody, he wrote it first. Yeah. I wrote these before I even, uh, did my own answers. I actually came okay. out with a different result than what I was expecting. Um, that's how good this personality <laughs> test is. Wow. No, you, I mean, I mean, it is biased, but, uh, yeah. so how it goes is you can see, uh, based off of, well, this might be gibberish for you guys, but there are two points and they have some sort of name. So like, for example, the- to, to sum it up for people who can't see this, basically what you've done is you've done like a six point Myers Briggs. Obviously the methodology, like you explained is different, but you've basically taken all of those labels and, and all of those results and put them in a, in a label, right? So you've yes. got expansionist analyst wonders. Yeah. Um, and so you go through and, and find those which types. results you have the most of, and that determines it. And that is my presentation on the Pokemon personality test. Nice. Thoughts, Oh, ideas. so PPT wasn't just like you changed it from a PowerPoint file. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Um, do you have thoughts or ideas, concerns? Wait, the, the next step with this is how should we approach the questions? Because I've basically just given broad concepts for people to answer for questions right now. And the next step is detailed questions. How should If I remember right, you this? did it multiple choice, right? It's been a while since I took it. Yes. It's just sort of statements and like which one you agree with the most. Yeah. Which one matches your preferences most? Yeah. Um, I think by, I think stating it as preference makes it unambiguous and good. 
Because like the, on one of these, I think it was the color one was like, which one most describes you when you were a kid? And it's like, I don't want to yeah. think about that. Well, and one of the concepts I like about this is that much like Pokemon, you can constantly evolve and your personality wow. can change. So That's you can beautiful. retake this and find you've evolved into a new Pokemon. Well, and there's also the sorting ha- aspect of the fact that you, you, you should be able to choose it kind of, right? Like, yeah. And so phrasing it as like, which one do you like? Like, which one do you want? Which one like is you? I feel like that's, yeah. that, that, that works for me. But kind of on that note. And we've talked about this is I would like an additional option of like really being able to be like, can I just not be bug type or not be grass type? Yeah. Like, I think uh, if I were building it, that's how I would factor something like, like that. in. Okay. I, I actually got into a conversation about this very topic with a friend of mine once because it, it was kind of this thing of like people were discussing personality tests and people would be like, oh man, I got this one. And my friend kind of made the comment of like, I feel like whichever one you want to be is kind of the one that you like are probably going to be because it's not like any of them are good or bad. And so... Yeah. Like if you want, if well, you're like especially wanting when, to be when, blue, then that kind of means that you lean blue. Well, and one of the things I wanted to accomplish with this test is that the questions themselves are not construed in a way where it's like, Hey, what do you prefer? Where do you prefer to hang out at a volcano, a haunted <laughs> yeah. house, yeah. a power plant? Where do you like, like to hang out? A volcano? <laughs> <laughs> you're probably a lava type. Yeah, so like the I wanted the questions to be ambiguous as to what they were related yeah. to. So you couldn't just be like, oh yes, like I can tell this answer obviously relates to extrovert versus introvert. Cause then you have that bias a little bit of like, I see myself as an extrovert, so maybe I would have answered differently to this question. What but if? I know yeah. I should answer this way to get more to how I connect. What if to get around this, what we did is like when it gives you the results, it just has one additional question. The question is, are these the results you wanted? And if you click <laughs> no, it says like, okay, let's say you get, let's use color code example. And so it's like, you're blue. Is this the result you wanted? And if you click no, then it just says, congratulations, you're still blue, but you also hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and then it has like referrals to counselors and stuff. Acceptyourself.com or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, perfect. Well, like Brian was saying, I think there should be an aspect where you can maybe pick like three Pokemon types that you just don't see that you connect with in any way, despite however we arbitrarily define them. Yeah. And it feels like cheating because it feels like cheating to have it be at the end to me, right? Yeah. Do it at the beginning. It has to be at the beginning. And so that combined with the fact that the questions don't tip off which types they're referring to, I think is a good combo. But I also think like having like a little asterisk note at the end that says like, hey, so this is what you are, but you would have been this had you accepted your true identity and allowed yourself to be this Pokemon type. Yeah, that's interesting too. Yeah. I feel like this episode might do better as a YouTube episode. Because <laughs> we are recording this video, so I mean we could, it. but it. Uh... Um, but yeah, I I I think more of the discussion will come off air as we get into like real specific nitty gritties. But I thought it'd be interesting to do a breakdown of this personality test and get yeah feedback. for sure. And then so in its current state, it is not easy for someone to just take it and like 
and like get their results, right? Like you are you are manually sort of calculating this. Yeah, I haven't done any automation with this. I you There's guys probably... can see this, but basically I'll pick. I gave three answers that they could pick per field. This is just like a quick, easy way of doing the test. They have three answers. Each answer is tied to two uh, attributes. And so then those attributes um, have the six, or those aspects have the six Pokemon types with them. So then I put their name next to which aspect they are. So for example, under learning, the two attributes I connected with were uh, construction, which is like you like getting really intimate and learning all you can about a specific idea and deconstructing deconstruction, which is the idea of you like learning the why and the how and really breaking apart and dissecting an idea. Wow. Those are like opposites construction and deconstruction. Yeah. And so it creates what is the analyst aspect, which is you like becoming really intimate and familiar with ideas and understanding why they're important and understanding all you can know about them. Preferably. Uh, Brian, for example, you are a construction and a explorer uh, personality, which is you like getting very familiar and intimate with a lot of details. And you like being introduced to new ideas, new concepts, more in like a meta learning. So you like learning as much as it knows I'm a podcast listener too. (laughs) Yes. This really has me pegged. Um, I am an expansionist too. Like I'm, I really believe in manifest destiny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so I'm glad you named it expansionist. I'm really a fan of like imperialism. Yeah. Um, Jake, you are a wanderer. You like to get really observational. You like to explore new ideas and really dissect them. And you're not worried too much about the hat, like all the nitty gritty details, but what is the big picture when you are learning something? What is the... Yeah, yeah. I thought you were actually asking me for a second. I was going to answer you, but never mind. <laughs> no, he's telling you. He made this quiz, and you took it, and now he knows everything about you. He doesn't have right. to ask you anymore. He holds all the knowledge. Did you just, like, unlock the keys to the universe, Houston? Maybe. This is dangerous. This is wow. the first step in our podcast takeover of the world. Okay, I have one more thing I want to do with this. Okay. I want to take the quiz... For Tom DeLong. <laughs> it's the only way. Okay. It's the only way we can know. Okay. So of the let's start with learning. Exploration. Okay. Is definitely Wait, hold on. Are we gonna take are we gonna do the quiz? I feel like we need to like actually go through the questions. Uh they're not great questions, I'll be honest. But <laughs> Isn't that like I love how proud you are of like everything the- under the hood, but you're like, eh, the questions are whatever. That's the part I need help with. Okay. <laughs> no, put a column in there and put a column in your spreadsheet for Tom DeLong. Tom. No, don't just take Travis's. Uh, that's okay. Sorry, Bree. You're married to Tom DeLong now. <laughs> um, okay, so which of these do you think Tom DeLong prefers? He prefers to learn a lot of factual information about a lot of different ideas, constantly expanding my broad or his broad pro- source of info. Uh, should we read through all these or no? I'll let's just say which one we think. I think engineer learning. Okay. I was going to say philosophical uh, learning. Maybe. No, I think he likes the details because he likes like he wants to know everything about the aliens, but it's all about like a few specific. Oh, you you know, that's true. Um, The thing. Maybe that's professor learning, though, because that would get into the details, but it's also exploring and going beyond like what is. Yeah. And he is into music and aliens. That's a lot of different ideas. Yeah. 
Okay, I I agree with Professor Learning. Professor Learning. I think okay. uh, he is actually probably just whatever I am because he and I are kindred spirits. <laughs> <laughs> you and him are kindred. No, spirits. we have to take the quiz. The quiz knows all. Okay, so the next one is based off of problem solving. Do you think he's a developer, a repairman, or an observationalist? Um, mm. Observationalist mm. meaning he's going to outweigh or weigh all of the different consequences, look at the big picture, look at like how everything intertwines without getting too into the specifics. I think he's development. 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 Because he's direct solutions. He's going right to the Navy and calling them out on their crap. He's going right to them. I like it. Okay. That's Tom DeLong. That is Tom DeLong. Yeah. Next one is going to be the method in which he learns or uh, applies his mental processes. So do you think he's more of a structured process, a more energized process, or a more adaptive process? Hmm. I think I think it's all energy with him. Yeah, I would agree. He's a rock star. I think you're right. Um, okay. I feel like these ones are going to be harder for us. Because we don't know him. The social ones. <laughs> we don't We don't know him at all. Uh, social aspects. This is his openness. Do you think he's a social gatekeeper? Meaning, like, he only lets a few people into oh, his man. psyche, but they're, like, they're very close friends. Social butterfly. He's friends with everyone. Social interactors. Like, he's very involved, but he's, like, not trying to steal the spotlight. I think he's an interactor. I, I think that's the safe bet. Because kind of between the other ones. Cool. Um, the next one is structural behavior. Uh, do you think he is an optimizer? As in, like, he's trying to make the most of every situation around him, trying to learn new ways to have fun. He's a team player. He's very supportive, uh, helpful, courteous, kind, benevolent. Benevolent. Brave. I think he's experienced behavior. I think he's the last one. He's just there to enjoy life part of it yeah he's here for a good time not a long time <laughs> okay the last one is neuroticism do you think he's very volatile and expressive about his feelings do you think he's a very determined and stoic no template? i think he, i think he i think he's expressionist expressionist let's do that i don't know okay yeah. so this might take me a second but you can watch how i do that go away we'll just jump ahead in the in that yeah i will edit this part out okay so i Put his results together. He's a flying ghost type. Of course he's a flying ghost That's type. like the closest <laughs> you can get to an alien, I feel like. Yeah. Or like a spaceship. Yeah. Or a spaceship. It's really good. Flying ghost. What are spaceships if not flying ghosts? Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> um, are there other flying ghosts? Uh, the, the only flying ghost I can think of is, is Driftblim. I think that's it. And Casper. I think that's it. He's, un he's a unique type being just like us. Um, okay, real quick, because it feels like we're kind of getting to the end of the episode here, and I have one more thing that I need to bring up. Uh, while Brian, while Brian was taking the opportunity to um, take the uh, Pokemon type quiz uh, for Tom DeLong, I took the opportunity to go on BuzzFeed and take the quiz. Everyone has a Batman character that matches their personality, which is yours, for Houston, as if oh, I were me. Houston. <laughs> yeah, I went. Through what did it. I, I get? I answered as accurately as possible, and it says you got Robin. 
You're very intelligent and precocious and prefer the company of older people. You're motivated by a desire to do good. I prefer things, the company of older people. Why would you put that heroes. in a personality test? <laughs> that, ex- that really does explain a lot about you, though. <laughs> oh, I hate that test. Do you this is why s- we I found another one. ghost flying type. I found another ghost flying type for Tom. I did, too. It's it's the Sensu style of Oricorio, yeah, the dancing exactly. Pokemon. Whoa. I'm out of, I'm so out are of we saying... Are we saying definitively that Tom DeLong is an Oracorio? He is, but only in the Sensu style. <laughs> He's not the Baile or Pom Pom or Pau style. He is the Sensu okay, style. If anybody just like picks this episode and like scrolls ahead to this point <laughs> to try and check out what this this podcast is about, they are going to be completely lost. Because uh, I'm I mean, that's lost. that's true of most episodes, most podcasts where you start on episode <laughs> 23 and fast forward to 50 minutes into the episode. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll do some trimming on this point. one for sure. Point. Um, um, yeah, I think we did it, though. That's a good it's a good yeah. survey. Um, I don't think we helped that much. <laughs> we can help you no, program I'm sure it. You guys will be great. We can help you program it on one of the world's leading uh, survey programming software platforms if you want. Yeah. And that gets me to the real point of why I'm introducing you guys to this. <laughs> is so we can use your tools. Perfect. Um, no, I, I, just, I, I thought it'd be fun to present it, get your feedback, see if it actually is worth anything. Has anyone disagreed with their results? I see you've done it with quite a few people. Is anyone like, no way? Uh, so I think I mentioned this to you. One of the questions I phrased weirdly and no oh, one yeah. put the answer that I expected like usually it'll be like 80 90% i can guess right but like there was one question that everyone did differently and so i changed the wording and kind of changed their answers to what i expected it to be more and after i did that people's uh pokemon types became more of what they expected it to be yeah interesting well cool good job um yeah we'll have to figure out how to get help people take it cuz i think it's cool we might not do an episode like this for a while because I feel like it was not as interesting if you didn't have <laughs> slides to follow and it's not interesting to listen to me teach people. So I thought it was interesting. Thank you for joining us on this experimental episode. And yeah. next week, maybe we'll tell ghost stories again. Who knows? Ooh, I like that idea. Um, What is our next topic? Uh, It's your choice, Brian. Oh, yeah. Tell us what the next topic is. Okay. My topic for next week is we are going to write a comedy set for me to do at an open mic night. (laughs) Um, But with a very specific, I already have the premise. I have like the outline of it, uh, which is that I dated a girl who made me a mixtape and it was the worst mixtape ever made. (laughs) Um, Just terrible, like weird song choices. Um, and I, do you want the full list? Oh, I don't have the full list in front of me. You should send. Um, it to I'll us. get you guys the full list before next week, um, so you guys can listen to it and uh, and sort of think up uh, jokes to make fun of it. And that's that's it. That's the that's okay. the thing. I'm so ready. So uh, just to give sort of a preview, I'll, I'll tell you some some tracks that are on it that I can just remember off the top of my head. The theme from the podcast serial, um, is on there. Um. <laughs> The theme from Star Wars is on there. <laughs> nice. Um, Oops, I Did It Again by Britney oh, Spears. Uh, 
Is there is there um, a reason? Like, is there some story behind why these songs were put? Some of them there are. I mean, Star Wars, I think, is just like she knew I liked Star Wars. She's like, if I know Brian, like, he likes Star that's Wars weird. and Britney Spears. Yeah. Um, no, Oops, I Did It Again was a reference to some Rhett and Link video that we watched, that which was them using YouTube captions to mess up the lyrics to it. So it was like, it was, it was a story to it. And some of the, some of them do, but uh, I like, I don't remember a lot of them. So I, now I, I, I think of them this speaks they're bad. volumes to the depth of your relationship with this girl in that one of the songs they selected was based off of a YouTube video you guys watched together. Yeah. Yep. Very deep. So, yeah. Um, and we can, we can believe out the name here, but it was, if you guys oh. remember her. Oh, I sure do. Well, what a nice yeah. person. But yeah. What a, wait, um, she was but great. if we're just going to bleep um, that out, so now like every ex-girlfriend that is definitely listening to your podcast is going to be like, oh, was it me? Was it me? They bleeped it. <laughs> but, yeah, it you don't know. Uh, if you, you would know if you put, oops, I did it again. That's true. I guess they are. Oh, no, yeah. She definitely knows it's her. I guess it's for um, anonymity for her sake, but not anonymity of the person yeah. from themselves. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so yeah, we're going to write a tight five and I commit that I will do it. I will, I will perform this tight <laughs> five. So I will, I will go to an open mic night and I will do okay, it. So I'm, like, I'm going to make the worst one possible. I, I, I'll, I'm going to have some veto power, obviously, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's write some jokes. Okay. I'm in. Okay. All right. It's a date. Um, you can find us on the internet at perfectbrainstorm.net. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter at perfbrainstorm. We're on Instagram at perfectbrainstorm. Um, and until next time, I'm Brian Perry. I am Houston Bodley. I am Jake Bush. Bye. Bye. Pikachu. <laughs> no. I'll be silent. I was Darkness floods your eyes. When you need to see, don't waste your time on me. Don't waste your time on me.